Hi, everyone. Welcome to Nick's Game Changer, podcast number nine. Happy New Year. It's January. I think we should talk about discipline at some point this morning because I haven't been very disciplined in uh, staying on track with these podcasts. But needless to say, I've got two friends here this morning. I have uh, Ricardo Cordido and Rents Coasin. And uh, we are going to be following our game-changing uh, format here. For anyone just tuning in for the first time, uh, this is a podcast uh, started and really inspired by the Tim Ferriss book, Tribe of Mentors, if you guys knew that or not. Uh, Tim interviews people and asks the same questions to a host of, uh, of people in this book. And during my time reading that book, it, there, I, I really started to think about a lot of the how I would answer questions and then people that I know in my own life and how they would respond to some thought-provoking questions. So we're going to jump into that today. Um, this podcast is available on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube. Hope everybody listening shares it, talks about it. I think today's going to be a good one. So good morning. Good morning, morning Nick. Hi. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Happy Thanks for new, having us. Happy New Year. Happy, happy New, new Year. Year. So I, I, we're going to go kind of back and forth. You guys, this is the first time we've had two guests on the same episode nice. here. So. Feel special. Feel honored about that. So Ricardo uh, and I go way back to uh, Notre Dame high school days Correct. and uh, had pursued a real estate career, which you're in commercial real estate and right. investment sales. Greater, well, you're all over the state, would you say, right? All over the state. We get up to Massachusetts, done deals, you know, down south, yeah. Alabama, Florida, Texas. So, so you're all over. Our presence is up here, but yes, we, we, we follow our clients to other states. Yeah, good. And you've been doing it since you were since you're out of school, right? Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. A couple of years, graduated in 2008, a couple of years at residential. The market was, you know, not great back then, but got my feet wet a little bit, but I've always wanted to dive into uh, commercial real estate. Yeah, so we'll talk a little bit about, especially with my similar background in commercial yeah, real yeah, estate, yeah. we've been, kind of been in some of the ups and downs together, which we'll talk about Rents Coasin. I like saying your whole name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lawrence. Lawrence. Peter, La- Lawrence. Jr. Maybe Larry when you're in trouble. Maybe. I don't know. Jimmy Gatcombe. Jimmy Gatcombe. Let's just give a shout out to Jimmy <laughs> Gatcombe. I wore my Patriots hat this morning, dropping my kids off at school. And uh guy was like, oh, Pat's fan. I'm like, listen, you got you to gotta ride or die. Absolutely. It's okay. Um, but that's neither here nor there. That's where my mind goes when I hear Jimmy Gatcombe. Pat's yeah. fan. Go Pat's. Yep. So, Rents, um, you are the owner of ATP, American Total Protection, based in Hamden in Connecticut and Melbourne, Florida. Correct. And uh, you you and I did not go to, I didn't know you in high school, although you oh. knew really half of Wallingford, I yeah. would say. Choke guy. That's me. Um, me and JFK. You and JFK. And Ivanka. <laughs> and uh, and Ivanka. Ivanka, JFK. You know, Ivanka, Ivanka Trump, we should, we should tag her in this post, we actually. Should. When I... When I was a kid, I was probably in middle school, she used to work at this Tom's Cafe or a little cafe right by the train station and on celebrate. She worked there. Can you wow. believe that? I did not know that. And yeah. I went in there, every year they have Celebrate Wallingford and all like the choke kids would be, and she was working in Tom's Cafe and I bought like a soda from Ivanka Trump. So she sold me something. Nice. That's, that's all I have to say. Did you know say. at the time it was her or no? Oh yeah, we knew it was her, cool. yeah. So. When kids, when I was, that, Tom used to let you smoke at Tom's Cafe. Really? So kids would go there. Oh. But I've never had a cigarette. My mom's listening. Yeah, and I have not either. Wow. My mom's probably not listening. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say the same. Uh, but anyway, so Rents, you and I met, I think, at the recommendation of, of uh, I'm not even sure at this point who referred us to meet, but. I think the first time might have been at the Amity, Amity Club. Amity Club. Amity Club we met, and. Uh, we we started off. It was an interesting start because I was kind of like, "Who are you? How come I never met you before?" Probably long hair back then. Where'd right? you come yep, from? So yeah, he was a little hippie-ish, but yeah. So, and um, and you got a lot of things going on in your in your life. Run a business, young family, um, a real estate investor, big thinker, big thinker. Yeah, I, I try to stay busy. You try to stay busy, and uh, our our group. And so we should we should just talk about Kyle for a minute. So I um, wanted a shout out. We want to shout yeah. out Kyle DeLucia. He wanted one. He wanted yeah, one? I didn't want yeah. to give one. K&J Tree. <laughs> Kyle's working He's right supposed now. to be here. Couldn't make it. Right. Couldn't make it. But uh, we have a little group. The four of us try to go get together regularly and have uh, have lunch and uh, talk about things going on 
and help each other through the just the challenges of, of, of life in Correct. general. So I think that's that kind of always has been going on as we as I've been doing this podcast and we had an idea of just bringing you guys on yeah. on the show. And I think as we get older, our stresses changes certainly with business. And, yeah. and I found that you know maybe the people you grew up with don't necessarily like they're still your best buddies and still have your best interests at heart. But there's some stresses that you bring home at the end of the day that yeah yeah right. maybe they don't understand. They don't understand. Yeah. Right. So um, that's. I think that's where I find benefit in hanging out with people with similar professional lives Correct. and similar stresses. Stresses, right. Not everyone needs to worry about payroll or right. vendors or, right. you know, a big client upset with you. That's so right. it's right. nice being able to share those miseries with people. Yes. <laughs> but also yes. the successes. Yeah. 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 So I think that's, I think that's a good way to start the podcast and we're going to maybe work backwards, but so to ask each of you this question and maybe we can switch it up, but I'm going to go to rents first in this one and we'll go to Ricardo how do you respond to failure and part two of the question how do you celebrate success yeah so that's that's a good question i i go through an array of emotions typically they first it's frustration and anger Mm -hmm. um but i've my whole life i've been i'm I'm good at internalizing failure and the stresses which might not even be a strength it's probably a weakness Mm -hmm. um but when my back's against the wall I, i really respond so the first few days or are probably extreme stress, not being able to sleep. But when a decision needs to be made or you need to get to work, like that, that's something I, I've always been able to do. So whether that was with, you know, a high school or hockey career or, mm-hmm. um, you know, or even business recently, we've gone through a lot of changes and they've all been ultimately amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've really grown from them. But the beginning, the first few days, it's like, what am yeah. I going to do? Yeah. And just going through that process, and then, right. but ultimately, like in it, in it, it, it's like a light bulb. All of a sudden, I wake up and I say, you know what? No one else is going to do this besides me, and um, you know, I just need to find a way. So, how do I respond to failure? I would say, in the beginning, cowering, <laughs> and then I, I tend to, you know, do my best to to step up to the plate and just work harder. And I'm fortunate enough to, you know, I, I've. I have a great network. I have good friends, and just as I've gotten older, just realizing I, I can rely on, you know, different types of people and seek advice. And yeah. you know, I, if as long as I'm willing to be humble, then you know, ask for advice on a specific topic and realize yeah. I don't know the answer. You know, I'll, I'll always be heading in the right direction. So that's how I address failure and successes. You know, it's something I just get anxious about how I'm going to do it again. You know, I know. Isn't as, that crazy? Keep the momentum going. Yeah, yeah. It, and it is a game of momentum, but like we, you know, a big sale and it's okay, we now we need to do X, Y, and Z. Maybe we need to hire someone else. And then it's like, yeah. well, now I have another person next year. So how am I going to get that next mm-hmm. one? So, so do you celebrate it? It sounds like you just kind of you go through the task list. Like but Really big. Um, like recently we had, you know, a, a big moment at American Total Protection. And, you know, I went out with some friends and had some drinks. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I really, it's not much celebration. I just get nervous. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I need to deliver. Yeah. yeah um, and delivery is everything. Yeah. But, and, I, and that's something, you know, I, I really need to improve on, I think. And yeah. Realizing that, you know, this go around isn't a dress rehearsal, right? We only have one shot at this thing. So yeah. to really enjoy the successes yeah. and be present. But yeah. and my wife is really good at, you know, advocating that. But uh, it's something, it's a skill. It's a skill. So yeah, I, yeah I need to get better at that. Good answer, though. I, I appreciate that. Um, let's let's talk to Ricardo now. I hate you, failure. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, the, I'm the biggest. I, I hate losing. So you know, growing up, uh, obviously, you know, just failing at something like I just it's just horrible, right? You know, end of the world. This is horrible. Competitive household growing up. Uh, competitive. I'm the oldest of three brothers, so competitive yeah. household. You know, sports were always involved. And yeah, yeah, just you know, always competition, right? Yeah, yeah, but sure. In a great way, in a healthy just, way. Healthy way, absolutely, absolutely. You know, getting out of college and getting to the professional world, you know, you got to you got to be able to manage that str- those stressors, mm-hmm. those those failures, right? Right, and being in real estate, it's you know, there's all there's a lot more failures than there are successes. Yeah. So you know, going into it, you know, at first, why me? Why is this deal falling apart? You know, why is this going on? Why can't these cold calls, you know, make me money? Right. And but over the years, you learn how to understand that those failures is what's going to lead to those, you know, those couple success stories. Yeah. And that's really where you know where time I think it's really helped me you know just just last week there was a deal that you know I thought was going to be the right deal for a client we were waiting on you know 
some certain circumstances to work out and unfortunately that deal no longer exists and it just it, that one really hurt but you know i was really angry you know first 24 hours you know come home my wife's like what's wrong and just go through you know this sucks uh, this deal fell apart this one was supposed to work out perfectly in my mind it was all teed up ready to go right and it just it didn't work out yeah and my wife has been a big big help for this you know she's a school psychologist so i'm her <laughs> uh, i'm her so to say her uh, her best uh, patient or, or student does she have you right? figured out uh, I think so for the most part. She won't tell me she does, but I think she does. Yeah. Maybe so that's what my, my wife's a social worker and she says she doesn't she, have me figured out, but maybe she, she does. does. She yeah. does. She's daughter. playing you yeah. on that. Yeah. You see? That's yeah. a smart move. Yeah. So, you know, she always, per, she always puts her, her, her psychologist hat on and you know, helps, me, helps me get through these failures. Yeah. Well, that's great. And you know that. So, you know and that I, you... I'm starting to know that more yeah right and be receptive so, to it and as a, you know as i'm in this profession longer you know there's gonna be a lot more failures going mm. on so so what tell me about the successes then how do you do how do you celebrate success and how i, I like to fly under the radar right yeah. so my successes i don't you know i celebrate them with my family my wife you know yeah. as far as you know getting out there and promoting it a lot I, I i try to you know depend on my friends and family to yeah you know let other people know hey you know ricardo's doing this big deal he just accomplished it you know hit him up say congratulations and right stuff. right you know, I, I i don't like to throw my you know my things in people's faces so to say yeah just the way i always was yeah. brought up yeah so you know i guess i wouldn't say really fully you mm -hmm. know celebrate them yeah but you know i try to enjoy it with my friends and family sure you sure know, go out to dinner like you said grab some drinks you know yeah yeah part of it's the momentum thing too which i agree like i I usually don't name big clients by names if we get if we get a huge deal. Um, but you also like that whole concept of manifesting and like putting it out there. And then that yeah, I'm, I'm very superstitious. So like you yeah. celebrate this deal. Is there another one going right. to, you know, it's mm -hmm. just like, just, yeah. And I think it's, there's a couple things that's it. We always talk about like the good and bad of talking about who your clients are or about mm -hmm. things that have gone well, but you know, also having a startup, which what I, which is what I had, it'd be seven years next yeah. month when I started yeah. one source and it started out by just telling people like who my clients were because I wanted to give comfort to say, okay, you know, like, Hey, we've, we've got people that are buying into this and there's, you know, it, it gives other people comfort to join, but it's right. always a catch 22 because your competitors are looking at it. Anything that you put yeah, out, yeah, yeah. out into the that, universe, that customer leaves, yeah. then what does that say? What does that yeah. say? So yeah. there's a lot of things that kind of go along with how you, you sell, but I, even for me, like how you, I didn't even celebrate success for a long time. I didn't even, and I don't even talking about little, I think little victories has been a thing that I've learned. I don't yeah. know about you guys, celebrate but just the process. Yeah. Celebrate the process. I always say, um, that I'm trying to enjoy the journey. I'm trying to enjoy the struggle. <laughs> I'm trying to enjoy the, like that. I'm going to look back someday and go, Hey, the best days of my life were the days when, you know, I was building one source and didn't know, you know, sometimes how I was going to make payroll. You know, my, my wife or, says that a lot yeah. too, you know, try to live in the moment and try to enjoy like you're saying. It's hard. And it's, it's hard. hard to do. It really it's hard is hard. To do. Especially you know? in our, I mean, my yeah. business, I have really small deals too. Like yeah. both of yours, you're, you, you know, you, they're, they're big. They take time. They take time. We have they're both, complex. Right? We're right. trying to land a municipality or a university. That's a bid process. Yeah. Um, you know, design, engineering, implementation. It takes forever. But then we also sign up, you know, the liquor store down the street and those right. things like that. So, um, I get this, I mean, I get the same rush out of both, but it's something to be said about, yeah, enjoying the process. And enjoying the process. Yeah. On a side note, that smoke cat has a cover over it and it's going to drive me nuts the whole time because I'm in the alarm business. So we're going to have to tell. Yeah, we're we're going to have to address that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll speak to the landlord yeah, or the tenant about it. Yeah, and you know, where your eyes were going. yeah, I was like, well, what? You put some real estate and facilities guys in, you know, in the same room yeah. and it's just bound to happen. <laughs> we notice everything. So it's like, you know, that's another good point. It's like, I'm walking through a store and like, I notice the lights are out or I notice yeah. the, it's just one of those things. It's that, consuming. Yeah. And in yeah. my business, the alarm side, I mean, we, we have stickers on doors. So if I go to a place that's a client and the next time I go, perhaps they cancel for whatever reason, like I don't want to go back or yeah. if I go out to eat and I love the meal, but they have an ADT sticker. Like I don't want to go back as badly. So yeah, I need so. to get over that. I yeah. take it very personally. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, it's exhausting. I see, all I know is I see business cards everywhere. That's I see ATP business cards everywhere. Louis Minari. I mean, I'm just gonna say I got a shout out to Luminary because <laughs> I any and we must go to the, the same places. I'm not really sure, or he <laughs> yeah. just goes everywhere. But the guy's everywhere. Yeah, and uh, it's a testament to him, and it's a testament to you. And it's great for the brand. I mean, it's not even. I'm just all about that. If they see it when they're picking up coffee in the morning, then they see a yard sign driving to work. That's and right. And I, I it's the Perhaps the they see you know? it pop up on Facebook, and then yeah. all of a sudden. They want a security system three months from now. Nothing they Google home. an alarm company in New Haven County and we pop up there. It just, I think it helps with that tiebreaker, right? Yeah. Two people yeah. show up to bid. Sure. Price is quite similar. Like both the sales reps. Right. But hey, like, you know what? I see these guys around and they're at my local coffee shop. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it goes, like it, and that's tough. Like if a sales guy doesn't meet his quota that month, but he's right. doing work like that. Right. It's like, it, that's really hard to put a number yeah. on that. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's, I value it greatly. Yeah, no, I agree with that too. And it's the it's the repetition and it's also how times change. And we talk about door to door, knocking on doors, you know, traditional networking, which mm-hmm. I know all three of us do. But then there's all there's the whole digital marketing side, right. the digital strategy. And that that to me was uncomfortable, especially at first, to you know, to see myself on a podcast, you know. And then this is part of my personal brand, but yep. it's also I am one source at the same time, so it's all one. But putting it out there, kind of like what you were saying, Ricardo. That that's you know saying I fly under the radar, like you like you were like you were raised that way. Uh, it's a challenge. It's a blessing and a curse at the same Correct. time. To and try I'm to say, realizing that myself now. Because how do you how do people learn and how do they learn about things that you do and how do they know? A lot of people are on their phone and on the computer and yeah. it's they're on LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram, all the things that right. the platforms that we're on and and it's it's definitely out of your comfort zone, especially initially to um to put yourself out there so yeah thank you thank you to you both you know even for coming on this show and putting yourself out there a little bit so i appreciate it um we're gonna go on to the next question so tell me and we'll start with ricardo this time what behavior habit or ritual can you not live without and why hmm interesting i don't know if i have a certain habit or ritual or you know like I always think about just working out, right? You know, yeah. When when I don't get at least three 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 days of working out a week, I, I, I'm definitely more stressed. Uh, my mind's more racy, um, and just you know, I, I think the working out aspect. I've been working out since in high school. You know, mm-hmm. I don't. My physique doesn't prove it, but yeah. but no, I just you know, it's 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 something for for the mind, right? Yeah. You know, working out, exercising, getting outdoors, running around. Those are kind of you know rituals or habits or and that's what i would say you know i yeah. don't have a ritual where i wake up every day and you know i do a meditation that I, I don't do that i know i should people tell me i should i yeah. should too you know everybody says it's the best new thing my wife has done it for like the last three you years know? every day and, and habits i nothing really comes to mind yeah. you know nothing really comes i think to mind. working out is great i know all three of us do it i think that's a great habit or ritual no matter when it's making the time to get it into the, the schedule, but it's it's creating the time because yeah. we all can find reasons not to. Yeah. Yep. And I went I went after being like a, a you know a athlete in in high school and yep. being very active through college. I went through a period of time where I didn't do anything. Yeah. And I think that we all kind of go through waves, but just making it a priority. Yeah. I mean, to me, that's yeah, that's I, I think I look at looking forward. It's something that I want to keep as a as a priority, and I think yeah. that's where we both agree. Yeah. Um, you too, Mr. Cosen. Yeah, absolutely. I, so tell me what, do you have a, a behavior or a ritual? So I'll get to working out, but I, I so I go down to Florida once a month and it's yeah. not for a long time, but it's typically three to four nights and, mm-hmm. um, we all have young families. Yep. So I would say when I, when I'm home, one routine is, and I've been fortunate enough lately cause I've gotten better at just realizing, you know, I don't need to be in the office, you know, before eight o'clock, mm-hmm. um, unless I have to, or. You know, I, I don't need to be the last one to leave. So I tried to make a point of it now to see my daughter, when, not always when she wakes up, but definitely before she goes to bed. And I do everything in my power that if I'm home, that I get to see her that day. Yeah. Right. And it sounds even horrible saying that. But if I'm at, you know, Amity Club, for example, I'll leave after 30 minutes just because I didn't get to see her in the exactly. morning. So right. that, I mean, having like someone that you just unconditionally love and that is just like so pure and happy. Like to me, that's contagious and like yeah. it's part of the routine. So yeah. I guess we could call that a ritual, but it's part of like my process. And then I was, 
you know, I, I played competitive hockey in high school and college and I've, you know, always, I got really committed to working out. I would say like, I always thought I was in shape, but I got mm -hmm. in like really good shape my junior and senior year of college and then mm -hmm. carried that on briefly after. And then I let myself go for five years and it was actually like, it was listening to podcasts and hearing just some of these like pure savages just talk about like, there is no excuse, you know, yeah. there's 24 yeah. hours in a day yeah. and exactly. like Joe Rogan talking to David Goggins or mm -hmm. Jocko it's and great, like, yeah, great. The, the, and just like, I, one thing that I remember changing and it sounds so corny, like Rogan was talking with his comedian buddies when they do their challenge and they're like, how do you work out so hard? He's like, I picture someone trying to hurt my family and they're like, ha ha ha. And he's like, no, no I'm, I'm, I'm dead okay. serious. Yeah. So I've been in a routine now for probably over a year. Like I've lost, I think 40 pounds. Yeah. You look great and, by the way. I uh, thank you. Um, and it's now it's like a mental thing, which yeah. is like not necessarily, I think sustainable always, but like, I want to, I, I literally picture, I'm like, I wonder if like the CEO of this competitor is He's out doing, here running when it's 15 degrees. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I just like, to me, that gives me a mental edge that when I come home in that, you know, six 30 in the morning, I've already worked out for an hour and a half and I'm right. had a great breakfast. Like to me, and the, maybe it shows weakness that like, I need that like up in the morning to say, like to, to, to have that edge. Yeah, but yeah. like for me right now, like best year of my life professionally was 19, you know, it was my first like full year with my mm -hmm. daughter, mm -hmm. um, like made a lot of gains and it's so, so the process seems to be working, Yeah. but then it becomes like, it's, it becomes exhausting because yeah. I, I get like, I'm really hard on myself when I do miss a workout or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, I would say spending time with Sienna, um, see money mm -hmm. and, uh, working out yeah. as part of my process yeah. and ritual. And it's things like that that I think you recognize now that you, because sh I think we've all let that go during different yeah. times. And once it's gone, it takes it so takes hard to get it back. back. That's what I'm afraid of. That I take really, two, three days you know, off. And it's all like, I think about now is health is wealth. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. So, 2020, you know, going forward too, it's just you know maintaining yeah. maintaining some level of you know, yeah. healthiness. My uh, my 2019 one of my New Year's resolutions in 2019 was to spend more time outside. Which yeah. you know after finishing that whole year, doing a lot of hiking, doing a lot of running. Uh, even riding a bike, you know, which was which is a thing I hadn't done in forever, but I really enjoyed it. And you find yeah. simplicity in those things, and you get to hear yourself think. Yes, which I think is also part of something that you could easily just yeah. get lost in the chaos and not let yourself think. And I think that's one of the things that I like to do too is just yeah. get outside. And that was something that I hadn't realized until it came around last year that it'd been really so long. And the things that you do as a kid, it was like things I did with my dad and my brother. You, you miss you know, them. You, you miss realize them you miss them. You yeah. push it out of your brain yeah. for so long. Did you I, ever yeah. go through a stage when you didn't want to think because you were too overwhelmed or stressed? Uh, I think that, you know, yeah. There's some, Well, there's times when I think I, would, I, I looked for distraction to really not focus on taking the challenges head on. Right. And I think that those days are, I think are gone too. You know, I think that I've tried to become, I think even though I've always been self-aware, I think mm -hmm. it, when it came to other people and other relationships and, you know, friendships and all different things, I just never sometimes didn't want to have address it. to, to, to yeah. address it. To address know, it. I went when I, after I lost my dad, I went through a stage where I just, like, I didn't like, didn't want silence. Like driving, like why is it quiet music on? Just keep yourself. Or like keep driving, yeah. And which yeah. isn't the help, like that's yeah. not the way to no. do it. But, no. um, you know, I went, that was really, like I couldn't enjoy like listening to a song because like I was just, my mind, like I just had to be would more, I would have, have to be more distracted than that. Yeah. Um, but no, I think that's a good point. Just like running and hearing your feet hit the ground and just getting used to that routine and just gives you time to think about stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, because we all have so many, um, demands on our lives I think that what's the thing that I think is important and it's hard to say out loud or to admit to people is because like, we all have families and, and businesses and things is that take time for yourself it doesn't need to be a lot of time yeah. but just a little bit of time it slows things down you know and it, and it, it keeps you because you have to stay healthy you said it you have to stay healthy you have to stay grounded you have to feel rested I mean I'm I'm personally right now the last couple weeks I'm exhausted I'm exhausted don't talk to me about it <laughs> yeah, I was just telling Rance I was telling Rance my daughter hasn't suffered it feels like the past two weeks and yeah. it's just it's tough it's tough it's, it's the it's airport analogy 
What's you know, that? Well, yeah. their airplane, you got to take care of yourself. Or yes, you yes. correct. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's yeah. something that we can yeah. remember and as a takeaway and as we move forward, um, something to, to keep in mind. So let's talk about it. Let me get to another question here. I want to talk about innovation for a minute. And, and this is maybe a little bit more on the, on the career side, but do you have new ideas about where to look for new ideas? And, and I know that's a very open question, but... Uh, either one of you want to start with that one? Yeah. So my industry, you know, my day job is the electronic security world. And then in Florida, we do fire extinguishers and fire sprinkler and mm-hmm. um, suppression and hood systems. So on the alarm side, I mean, our world is constantly evolving with do-it-yourself systems. And now I have Amazon as a competitor yeah. with um, what, Amazon bought Ring and Google bought Nest. So I usually rely, I used to say a few years ago that I rely on them to innovate. Right. Mm-hmm. When them being Honeywell. Right. Yep, and now yep. all of a sudden these guys are in the industry. Yeah. So like I think of it more on my day to day because my background isn't technical is like innovation on, on, on marketing and how to get to the clients I want. And, you know, the way I do that is surround myself with people like yourself um, yeah. and also, you know, other peers that seem to have found success. And I've always said. So like going back to innovating ways of find, finding good clients, I try to partner with people that have my ideal client, mm-hmm. right? So the idea is that I don't need to knock on the door because they already have. So right. how do I you know, innovate new ways of finding clients? If I surround myself with really smart people. Yeah. Um, and then but my world on the technical side, and we've noticed some erosion with like the residential market. We're still going to get the custom homes. We want a professional company. Um, you know, business owners who are willing to pay the extra $5 a month because they want to just be able to call someone and not sit on hold mm-hmm. with, you know, some Google line. Um, so, but yeah, I, I think something I could improve on is becoming more technically aware of, of the changes. But m- most of the way I think about it, innovation is, you know, how to get more out of our existing employees and also how to, you know, how, how do we market better to mm-hmm. our ideal clients. Talk about, uh, that's a great answer, but, t- uh, and I, I agree with everything you said. Um, innovation on marketing and innovation on on networking but talk about the technical side for a minute because you are in a very technical yeah. field and for me out as an observer of you that that seems like a very daunting thing that if I would I mean are you are you do you have an understanding of the of, of like the technical side I mean no seriously <laughs> I know enough to be I dangerous know you know how but, it works, but, but I can't but I'm saying from my an innovation co- perspective. My, no, my my clients deserve someone smarter talking with their engineers or IT team, and, and we offer that you know through our our team. Yeah. So I know enough to speak at you know a high level with the CEO or yeah. the facilities manager. But when it says okay, like we want to take the next step of this process, I need so to bring in people bring on guys. my team, yeah. and then also we have great partnerships with our vendors, and yeah. we bring in their team as well. So. Yeah. Um, the, the answer is no. If you yeah. told me, Rents, you need to go install this today or you need to sit down with, you know, the IT director of this company, I'd be outmatched. Um, but as long as I can bring in my team, you know, people yeah. I employ, yeah. then, yeah, we're that that's how we meet those needs. Yeah. So I think, so first of all, I already knew the answer to that question, which is why I wanted to ask it. <laughs> because you, you have a general understanding, but you also are smart enough to hire the expertise and to know when it's the right time to say, hey, I have the answer for you. You got to talk to this person right here. And people really, the vast majority of people, at least the people I want to do business with, they respect that, mm. right? They, yeah. it's, it's very humbling to tell someone because not many people do it that Correct. I don't know. Yeah, right. And people are like, sometimes they're just, because yeah. the guy before was a know-it-all. Right. A lot of power in saying, I don't know, but I'll find you the answer. Right. Have you read the, either of you read the E-Myth I think it's Michael Gerber wrote this book, The E-Myth, and it basically, I'm, I haven't read it in a long time, but from mm-hmm. what I remember about it, it talked about you know having a technical skill in a trade or you know being good at your trade, but running a business are two separate things. And there's a lot of people that are good at what they do, but then they try to go out on their own because they say, well, I, I understand how to they make this widget. They try to they know well, everything? They, they say, like, I know how to make this widget, but that means that yeah. I should do it for myself. But they don't know so many other things about business ownership, being an entrepreneur that they never really realize that maybe you have to, to make that jump. Yeah. There's a lot of other skills that go into it. So for you on the backwards way, it's like, yeah, I can run a business, right. understand relationships, I understand marketing, I understand how money works, but I may not be the technical subject matter expert, but I think I have, but I have all the other skills 
and it you make it work. And I think that there are some people that have. I, I know it's like it's like my brother. He's a chef, right? So he's his trade is is being a chef. Right. He also knows he went to business school. He knows how to run a business. He has both sides of it. I think some days for him, it's therapy to be working on the line, cooking because he likes it and he's good at it. At the, but at the end of the day, he's a businessman, you right? Know? And so he gets really both sides. Is what yeah. I'm saying is for us, it may not be. No, you're absolutely right. And at times you feel held hostage or, and then from a leadership perspective, I mean, things happen. People get sick. People's families demand they move. They make a career change. So, you know, I'm constantly, I, and I, I can do a better job of it, but what happens if this person leaves or what happens if this person wants a different role? Do we have someone who can step in and fill that void? And if we don't, you know, that's, that's on me. So that's something I'm constantly thinking about. Sure. And Ricardo, to you, I mean, you're a commercial realtor, so you've got different types of clients. I'm assuming some must be institutional, some may be individual, all different types. And you, and and I think that I used to do what you did, but Mm -hmm. really not as well, and it was a long time ago. Um, Your demands are very unique, though, because you really are an individual contributor. You're an advisor. Correct. And they're calling you because they're expecting you to have the answer and to guide them. Tell me maybe, well, so I wanna to go to the how you find mm-hmm. new ideas, new ideas, but before we get that to that, how, how do you handle the expectation of them calling you and saying, hey, I, I expect you to have the answer, or how, how does well, that? Well, obviously if I don't have the answer, like Rens was saying, you know, I'm, I'm a big proponent of saying, listen, I don't know, but I know who to call or who to find out, and. Clients really do appreciate that. You know, a lot of these, you know, from my personal opinion, a lot of these brokers are are full of it. Mm-hmm. So they'll say what they think the client wants to hear, mm-hmm. and the outcome usually isn't right, mm-hmm. and clients get pissed off. Excuse my French, but <laughs> but yeah, I'm a, a big proponent of. Listen, you know, I've been doing this for you know almost ten years. I know a lot, but I don't know it all. Yeah. So when you're able to, you know, step back and, and tell you know some of these high net worth individuals or these big institutional clients. I don't know, but let me try to find the best answer for you. They they really appreciate that. Yeah. Have you ever told a client not to do a deal? Like, hey, this is not in your best interest? Uh, I have, and they've actually really appreciated it. And yeah. they did the deal, but that's, you know, that's They did them. it anyway. So yeah, one time anyway. it, was just, it was just, you know, my, my personal opinion about a market I know very well Yeah. in New Haven. But, uh, but you know, they, they saw an angle that, you know, I didn't agree with, mm-hmm. but they, they proceeded with it. There's a book called The Go-Giver. Um, oh, it's a great book. You know, it's a great book. And one of the examples in it, I, I forget what law it was teaching. The What was it? It was like the first one, Law of Value or Law of Authenticity. And it just he, he couldn't service a client because he wasn't, they didn't think he was big enough or something. And he referred like the mm-hmm. guy he viewed as his biggest competitor, probably also a little more qualified. And just at the end, of, like at the end of the book, it comes full circle, and that he ended up getting a, a great referral from that guy. But I've never referred any a competitor in Connecticut, but I, I really try to, like when like I get a call, Brent's, can you do this in New York? Yeah, can yeah, you do yeah, this yeah. in New Hampshire? And I view it as an opportunity to get a referral in the future. And in theory, I could probably hire a sub and figure it out sure. and make a little bit of money. But I refer it out, and my end game, selfishly, is I think when they have a client who needs it in Connecticut, correct? You know, they'll call me. Um, but that goes back to like just on a marketing level. Like whenever I come across bids, and I've done it with you, like if yeah. I'm looking, I'll share it, you know, with Kyle. Right. Or if I see a property manager bid, I'll share it with you. Or right. if I see a you know a uniform thing, I'll share it with the folks over at Whiteway. And it just, I think it's just a way to touch people and stay top of mind, mm-hmm. and you know, also just. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just a, kind of a way of giving back. And also, it's a, I can't help you, but I know someone that can. Exactly. And it just yeah. goes a long, long way. Absolutely. Yeah. that's that's a, Those are good comments there. Anything that you want to add to that or anything you want to touch upon? We'll move on to the next question. I just want to make sure <laughs> that I'm giving ample. I've never had the double guest before. So I'm just making sure we're both, we're, everyone's good. So let's see. I'm going to ask one really about your, you know, because I try to ask some thought provoking questions Mm -hmm. here and I'll start with Ricardo, but um, it's a two parter. The first one is (laughs) write this down. First one is ask me the first one and then we'll get the first one. What what would be your personal motto? Do you have a personal motto? 
Sleep when you die. <laughs> I say it all the time. A lot to be said yeah, for that. Sleep well, when you die. sleep is directly correlated with longevity. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So. I know. And I'm here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. So now, now this is a great follow-up question. How do you want to be remembered? <sighs> you know, Tired. You know, <laughs> you know, you know, How do you want people to remember you? You know, I, I think I think uh, Gladiator said it best. You know, what we do now echoes in eternity. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I want to make sure that I'm remembered as just overall, just a good reputation, a good guy. Yeah. You know, come, come from a great family, hard worker, you know, was in, was in the game for a very long time. Right. And just, you know, of course I like to be remembered, you know, I built this, you know, mega huge structure. This is my name on it. Right. But it's more than that. Right. right. It's, you know, it's, it's, you're, you know, helping your community out, Yeah. you know, helping getting engaged with, you know, schools, uh, yep. you know, just, just overall, just as a good, hard working yeah, person. Yeah, that's a great answer. That's good. Rens, what about you? Personal motto. Personal motto. <laughs> so I have two. One has always been there. And then recently I found a, um, call it like a, another paperweight because I have both that say um, these two quotes. And it just really resonated with me. The first is from the Bronx Tale. Okay. The saddest thing in life is wasted, wasted talent. talent. Yeah, um, yeah. I've been afforded so many opportunities in my w- life that, and it doesn't come from my parents. One of my biggest stresses is I, I don't want to waste it. Right. So that's, that's also led to me not enjoying the moment as much as I should, because yeah. if I went to a great high school, I wanted to go to a great college. I went to a great college. I want to have a great career. And it's like, just chill out and enjoy the moment. So, mm-hmm. and then the other one in not as, prestigious as the Bronx tale, but I think it was Churchill who said, meet failure like a man and success like a gentleman. Wow. And it kind of goes back to what we yep. were talking about of, you know, when your back's against the wall, you, you know, step up to the plate. And when you're successful, you know, that's what you were kind of supposed to be. So yeah. enjoy it. So um, those two things, I mean, the saddest thing in life is wasted talent is certainly one that's always been there for me. Yeah. Um, but you know, as I've gotten older and, you know, now run a business and responsible for, you know, over 50 people's paychecks and, you know, then I have a little one at home who depends on, you know, my wife and I, that, Mm -hmm. you know, it certainly resonates the latter that, you know, if you don't step up, no one else will. Um, and then how do you want to be remembered? Like on the big level, I think it's, I lost my dad and, you know, he was remembered as just being, always there for people and supportive and generous. So, you know, I've kind of at a young age kind of learned, you know, maybe just like closer to home about like how would I want to be remembered? So I would say all those traits, the big picture is just, I want to be that guy that, you know, if someone's people write books about, yeah, well, if someone's in jail, you know, pick up the phone and call rents, you know, He'll go get the bail money and bail me out. I'm going to remember that. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I might need you for that. Right. both good answers thank you guys both for your honesty um i'm gonna ask another question here uh, well because you both mentioned this and i think in your last answer a little bit but so i'm gonna i'll start with ricardo again what are some causes that you care about because you both kind of mentioned community in a certain way any causes so i don't have any direct i don't have any direct causes specifically yeah but uh Anything that you feel passionate about? I mean, even looking forward. You know, I mean, it's, it's interesting because I've, I've been really thinking about this. I'd probably say the past two years, and I've been telling my wife, like, I want to get more involved in yeah, a cause, sure. in a charity, you know, maybe one day, you know, start a, you know, Cordito Foundation, you know, even me, yeah. me and my brothers. just start. I love that idea. You know, just start yeah. something. But I can't tell you at this present moment that I have a specific one, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So... So you're still kind of exploring a little Correct. bit, which is Correct. fair. That's a good honest Correct. answer. I think that you, the intention's there, you know, and I think you're going to find something that's going to strike a chord yeah. someday. You know, for me, it was yeah, always... You know, I, I want to make sure when I get involved in something... That, that I'm, your I'm, heart's I'm, I'm, there. I'm, my heart's there. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. My heart's no, there. In college, I developed this, like, real passion for financial literacy and, and mm-hmm. entrepreneurship because it, I really kind of felt strongly about people not having the tools... You know, because they say the first teachers are your parents, it starts at home. And, you know, forget, you know, people like us that come from really, you know, good hands-on family. Some people don't have the parental influence that we had or even the the expanded family, whether it's grandparents, aunts, uncles, everybody. I mean, we, we all three of us have great networks of people. So 
that just knowing that what I knew back then yeah. and then you know learning about things like junior achievement today for me which is again financial literacy and entrepreneurship I support that cause because I always just had an interest in it and helping other people right yeah um, no, so, so, you know certainly certainly something towards children, children. or even, even teenagers yeah you know, someone who's just about to get into the workforce and maybe needs a little bit of mentoring. Yeah. You know, those are all things that, you know, well, go through good, my mind. There's good opportunities for that. And, and, yeah. and even offline after today, we can talk about some of those and things that I've gotten involved with, like the Ulbrich Boys and Girls Club yeah. in Wallingford. And I, I've, I've re, you know, really recently in the last two, three years, um, taken a real big interest in just the town of Wallingford because I live there. Mm -hmm. and right. I'm the chairman of the Wallingford Housing Authority. And you grew up there. And I grew yeah. up there and I want to give back to the community. Yeah. So yeah. I think... It starts with that intention, and it just kind of happens over time. So the, the intention is fully there. It's just yeah. a matter of finding the right, finding the right, finding the right fit, and yeah. you know, doing it with maybe you know guys that you get along with, and everybody yeah. has the same mindset. And, put it out there. Put yeah. it into the universe, like you did just now. There and you go. It's gonna find you. What about you, Rents? Causes that you care about. So I'm, I've been on boards before, um, like for the YMCA or whatnot. Yeah. Um, I like doing things that are more specific right now. I mean, I find that a lot of these big organizations and the why the was not, um, I'm not using that as an example, but most boards I found that the first thing they do is how much money you're going to donate, exactly. which was extremely exactly. um, disappointing because I thought it was going to be more like, how, how do we fix things and how do right. we... How do I use uh, my skills? Right, so like I, I've always had my guard up with things like that. Yeah. Um, I've always talked about it right and shame on me for never doing anything but i think similar i mean you will need to explain junior achievement more to me but the idea of like a big brother program yeah or i might be too old for that now um but just teaching you know young kids like just and it's and it's not no shame on them but like how do you know tie a tie or shake someone's hand or yeah. you know write a thank you note or say please and thank you. just like little things that maybe things they, that we, they, we think are simple and right because simple. Simple. and it's I because we were of, yeah. fortunate enough to be brought up in families that maybe taught us that right um so yeah like that that's something i've always said i would like to be more involved in and if mm -hmm. i found something that was you know uh, that's something i would do but i once had a friend who um he's still a friend but he talks about you know rather than writing a check to an organization he'd rather you know buy a veteran a pickup truck than he did one yeah you know so i've always been um i've contributed to the Ulbrich boys and girls club i believe in the mission i believe mm. in the leadership team um but as a business owner you also get asked all the time which is also yes, a very do. delicate balance of insulting people and picking and choosing where you do donate and once you donate then do you set the precedent that they're going to be asking you every year and you realize you had a really good year so you're in a position to donate and then you get worried if i'm not don't have a good year next year am i going to be in a position yeah. right so in terms of directly involving causes from a financial standpoint um it's 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 difficult decisions to make mm -hmm. um and then you know i lost my dad to brain cancer so i've when like i had a cousin who you know ran in a uh a road race so I, I mean if it's a specific cause or like supporting that. a buddy right. um you know trying to raise money for something i'll, I'll certainly contribute you know how i yeah, can contributing you know I, I, like your point i've always been open to you know helping anybody who you know needs help yeah it's, 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 there's something more that I, yeah. i'm tired of i hate this i'm tired of writing just checks, writing checks. <laughs> and right? i you know what I, yeah. and with no thank you because you know the gentleman we mentioned earlier is not here um right now but kyle is extremely generous um yeah. and we've done like we together um in another organization and I feel I'm affiliated with Bazudos um, donated the new police dog in Hamden, um, you know, and that was super rewarding. Yeah. Um, so like causes like that, but it just yeah. gets, you know, exhausting when then everyone's asking and it's just, it's hard. And I, yeah. I ask like, ask for my time sometimes. Well, like exactly. say, I want to help ask yeah. me to come rake leaves. Or, yeah. Yeah. Well, right. You know, that's interesting. Cause you just, you actually, you took literally the words out of my mouth there. And I was in a recent conversation last couple of months I had with one of Mariel's uncles, we were talking about all different things and, and life in general. And he said to me, do you know how to spell love? And I said, well, tell me. And he said, T-I-M-E. He said the, the, the gift of your time, you know, a lot of times is the best way to show someone yeah. or that, that you love them. So whether that's a cause or a person, so it's like, the, you know, it's easy to write a check, but especially with the schedules of today right. and all the demands of today to give somebody your time and, and which, which you charge for, you know, think about right. it. You know, when you're in business, you charge for your time. The gift of that is really as a, a form of love too. So that's been a, a lesson that I've learned and uh, 
I think that's what the three of us can use to kind of help. Right. As we move through, navigate through 2020. Let's put our minds together and start our own own little uh, charity team. Little little charity team. I like that idea. I have one final thing, and then we're going to wrap this up. See, you guys are doing great. The time is just flying by. Um, I want to go back to what I said at the beginning of this session. So the way that we met was different, and Kyle Mm -hmm. obviously um, uh, is a part of our little group here. And we've been meeting, I don't even know how long, for, for you know once a month, and uh, under the radar. And not that we're look wanting to talk about it, but I think the, the importance of what we do and the impact it's had on, on my life personally um, is what I want people that are listening to this podcast to understand. So it's that the four of us get together and try for once a month yep, and yep. just have an unfiltered transparent conversation about the good the bad and the ugly and there was a time right before christmas and just based on all the things that we're doing together i I had a really bad day and i got in my car and i found myself in the parking lot rents office and Mm -hmm. i called him and said i gotta come inside and talk to you or you know you and i having a conversation about some of the things i'm looking at ricardo like when i started my business and some Mm -hmm. of the internal doubt and struggle and challenges that i've had so it's been you all the, and Kyle included. Um, hi, Kyle. Hi, Kyle. <laughs> um, I really am grateful for you guys. So I, I, I'm putting out there the impact that our friendship has had on me personally, but also just kind of want to hear for other people the value and the benefit of just having a core group of people Tremendous that, value. that you can really Tremendous. rely on. Because everybody always says, how are you? I'm great. How, how often do you hear that? Yeah. Great. All the right. Time. All the time. Are you really great? Well... Maybe on the outside I'm great, but on yeah. the inside it's this tornado. So, right. So I mean, you know, Ricardo. I mean, just tell, anything, anything that you'd want to add or share about. No, no. I, I think what you, you know, everything you just said is is on T, right? It's on point. You know, having you guys, it's it, it's good to you know get together for lunch and, and bullshit about you know works works great, works not good. This is what I'm looking for. A couple of wants and needs for clients, but you know, secondly, just talking about personally, how are you doing? How you right. Doing? Right. How's home? Right. What's going on? Right. Are you? How, why are you so stressed out? Correct. You know? Yeah. Just, just, just talk about life, really. Yeah. And it's just it, it's in a relaxed setting, and you know, obviously we meet once a month, but we, you know, we text and talk all the time. All the time. Right. And you know, brainstorm ideas and yeah. just it's just it's just a casual, relaxing. You but know, it helps, right? I mean, it, it helps a hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. And it's and it's you guys, you know, people you trust. People, you know, you, you do a little business with and not, not, maybe not necessarily you don't do business with, but it's just, you know, it's guys that you, you genuinely trust. And I know all, all three of you guys have a great reputation. You know, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, Nick, you and I went to high school together. Uh, Kyle's a guy from Hamden. Rents, you know. Our, Hamden our, guy. Hamden guy. Rents, country. Rents, <laughs> rents and, you know, his father, my father had mutual friends. So I've known him for a while. So, yeah, just, you know, and we're all, we're all you know, successful what we do. Yeah, yeah. And what would you add to that, Rents? Anything? Yeah, I, I think you kind of level up or level down the company you keep. So, yeah. you know, it doesn't mean don't hang out with people if they don't have their own businesses or whatnot. Right. But, you know, I, I rely on, I have some, you know, amazing friends in this world that I can just pick up the phone. And, mm-hmm. um, and I don't do it often enough, but I think I do it m- more than most 31-year-olds. Is, you know, I one of my best friends lives in Calgary now, and I'll pick up the phone and we'll talk, you know, two yeah. guys for 25 minutes. Right. Like that just isn't, I think there's probably a level of safety there too on both sides. Cause like we're not in the day to day together anymore. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's nice just having kind of this unfiltered combo. And then mm-hmm. like one of my best friends from growing up, you know, Dylan who works with me, the biggest heart in the world that, you know, when you do like when he notices you're having a bad day, like someone who is actually cares and asks. So just like, surrounding yourself with people that are going to like bring you to that level yeah. you want to be. And Kyle talks about it often. And, you know, there's all these quotes out there that like you're a result of like the top five people you hang out with yeah. or, and you're, it's, you're a big that, quotes guy. What's that? You're a big quotes well, guy. Well, that one, I made that up. Like it could be top three <laughs> or five and it's probably more elegant, but he's got a lot of mantras. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. And that's something like I've been, like, I've always tried to put myself, like I've 
had the chance to go to some good schools and it was always like, you know, what did you take away from it? And they expect some profound answers. Like I was surrounded by really motivated people who wanted yeah. me to be better or, right. and I wanted to be better, whether it was, they wanted to be a professor, they were going to be the best professor in the world. They wanted to be a professional hockey player. They were right. going to be the best hockey player in the world, but constantly surrounding yourself by people that want to be the best at what yeah, they we all, do. You know, we all push each other. To yeah. Like yeah. You're saying. We, yeah. You know, and it's not, and, and that can be we're some, never content. Which and is, the, the just, pessimist or the person always looking for something critical would say, well, that's keeping up with the Joneses. And like, why can't you ever be satisfied? It's like, no, it doesn't need to be like, you're, then shame on you for thinking it's about money. Yeah. Because it could so be whatever it is. Right. So you're the jerk look in the mirror for assuming Im- immediately, you know, that's correlated to money. It could be just someone being able to take care of their family or be happier or be in better shape. So, right. you know, I'm, I, I want to surround myself with people that are going to make me better um, mm-hmm. in every facet of the world and mm-hmm. word. Um, and then, as you said, it's time, right? It's time. So like you want to surround yourself with people that you can't get that back. Right. So that's right. Um, it's the one true. thing you can't buy or, you know, work harder and get more of, I mean, maybe if you're a little healthier, but yeah. And sleep more. Yeah. That's it. Um, yeah. <laughs> you got to sleep more. <laughs> it's hard with a, what, year and a half old. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. Well, that's, I think that we had some insight. I don't know, maybe, maybe because hopefully people uh, learn some things today. Yeah, some therapy. I'll send you an invoice. <laughs> you send me, yes. <laughs> I have to tell you, this podcast, doing this, hosting this podcast for me, and, and it, it's surprising when I'll be out and about and I'll see somebody and I'll say, hey, I listened in to your, you know, to your whatever they call all different things, your show, your podcast. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and uh, it's been helpful for me. It's been therapy for me to, to talk to people about just honest things happening in everyday life. And I know people say, well, right, what's your goal of the podcast? And it's like you were saying before, sometimes it's not, a, it's not about money. It's not about, it's just about, you know. Feels good. I don't know. Feels it's good. Enjoyable. It's about being genuine. It's about putting things out there. It's about people understanding that, you know, behind the facade of everything that social media is today, what are the, what's, what, what, what is life like really for people? And I think the people that are the most authentic yeah. are the ones that you really see that can really excel and rise above. And so I appreciate you guys. And uh, thank you, Nick. No, thanks, thanks for buddy. your time. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you, <laughs> great. thank you guys for your time. And uh, I always talk about coffee at the end of every uh, podcast. And unfortunately, just as my own, uh, lack of discipline in having a having a show. I brought myself because I'm they named streets after me. One way, um, I had a Starbucks coffee this morning that I rolled in with here, and uh, I went very corporate. So um, I do enjoy a good Starbucks every now and then. Although on the next episode, I hope that we'll have a local coffee. Do you guys either have a local coffee shop, either of you, that's like local Connecticut coffee shop that you just can't go without? I, no, I don't. I'm no. a I'm a Starbucks You're guy. Starbucks guy. I'm an Americano guy. Nice. Um, it's the ease. My yeah. wife. It's next to her gym, so in the morning she'll pick it up for me. Wow, that's very nice. Very nice. Yeah, good. Um, I mobile order it though. <laughs> I, I, I have an espresso machine and every morning I have an espresso and I have one in the afternoon. Love it. I'm not a big... Uh, what I, kind of espresso I'll, I'll machine? Do, I'll do iced coffees in, you know, in the summertime, but yeah. that's about I it. I like Common Grounds in Hamden, okay, but just because one. of time yep. and I like drinking on the way into work, I yep. typically you get the, You take the Starbucks. What kind of espresso machine? Uh, a Nespresso, Nespresso machine. Yeah. I have two they're, of them. They're great. I love them. They're, they're great. great. I have them everywhere. <laughs> it's just, no, they're great. They're great. We have an espresso machine, but the gr- I never bought the right grounds. When you at your wedding for your registry, yeah, yeah, yeah. takes a space on the counter. Well, I can help you with that. Help, maybe. I can help you with that. Help. All right. Well, listen. Thank <laughs> well, you both. Have Kyle help. He wasn't yeah. here. Kyle, you owe us, Kyle. You're buying lunch next time. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys. Nick, thank so you, Nick. You got it. Appreciate right. it. Bye.